Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, Best Cafe Life listeners. How are you today? Best Cafe today Life. Gonna be... Best Cafe best Life Cafe, is that what I said? Yeah, I've had a morning, so we'll talk about that in a minute. Best Cafe, Best Life Cafe listeners. Can I do a rewind on that, please? Take two. Uh, so I just wanted to take a moment this morning to shout out and say thank you to our listeners We've grown to like 185 listeners over the course of our year. And for us, this is um, such validation that we can create the life that we want and do the things that we love and finding ways to do that in innovative ways. And I'm just so grateful personally for you listening and maybe sharing our message and your willingness to come on our show and talk about your own truths and dreams and visions and inspirations that you have to share. And so I just wanted to say thank you from the bottom of the Best Life Cafe's heart. Good morning, Carrie. I'm here. I'm Kathy Anello. I'm here with my co-hostess, Carrie Butler. And Carrie, good morning. Good morning, honey. How are, did you have coffee today? <laughs> uh, several cups. No, I've been up since 6, I uh, 5.30. I had a water class at 6.15. So, yes, coffee pre-water class. And then when, you know, I got home about 7.30, which is about an hour ago, and then you have to shower, and then you're running around, and then I I couldn't get my computer on, and so I went to my office, and then I went to my office, and the phone, I forgot the phone, and, I, you know, it's just been one of those, like, hours of kind of wow. So I just want to invite myself and our listeners to take a deep breath for a moment. And just ground yourself here in this hour, and we're going to wrap up the Hay House World Summit that we've both been listening to for the last uh, three weeks. Um, Four it's weeks. Been a wonderful Four week. weeks. It's th- May 1st to May 23rd is 21 days, 22 oh, days. okay. Well, <laughs> you want to get I just can't. I like, I'm, I'm, I, can I... Can I just say something? I'm kind of like in a little bit of a mourning period right now because it's over. Like, I know we can listen to it, but, like, I it's over. And, like, I, uh, I'm mourning that I am. I never get technical with the numbers, girl. <laughs> 21 days plus two hours and 14 minutes. Uh, I agree with you. And the wonderful thing about the Hay House World Summit is the educational information that comes out. Some of it, Carrie and I have talked about, is is scientific and then finding the science behind the mind body relationship is fascinating. And at times it's like, you want to listen to it twice because you're like, wait, what? Like uh, I was listening to, and I didn't actually even plan on talking about this, but I was uh, listening to Greg Braden and he was talking about the mind body connection and how there was a little experiment that they did where they took DNA out of a person and put it in a test tube over in another room. And then they had that person have emotional responses to uh, anger and love and kindness and gratitude and all these different things. And the DNA was actually responding to the emotions that were in the other room. Like that's how connected we are. And it was fascinating, but it was so over my scientifically over my head that I was like, I have to sit with that for a minute. And then, so I'm really grateful that I bought it, the series, so that I can continue to grow. And, you know, I, 
I've talked about this to you and on the show that I'm interested in the science behind how this all works. So it's been a wonderful, I, wonderful, I agree. Um, yeah. Well, and Bruce Lipton too, you know, he, I mean, I remember when I went to go see Bruce Lipton and I literally like sat, I was at Agape, he was at Agape and I was so blessed to be a part of that. And like, because for me personally, the science part of it is new. Like, you know, like I'm really into the whole spiritual side of it and 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 the crazy thing is for me, I mean, not crazy, but the, the, here's what I've, I've really been kind of wrapping my head around the whole spiritual um, essence, if you will, of the universe since we started listening to it. And, you know, just, just what Abraham's message is and, and, the, and Mike Dooley. And, I mean, we, we did listen to some other great, great people this week and and I think one of my takeaways was that it's just like we like it's almost funny how like our egos like are kind of in the way here because it's like yeah whatever like you're it it it, there it isn't even real you know it's like this that for me the spiritual side of this the energy the vibration the essence of the universe is so beyond you know when abraham says you are on the leading edge of like things people that change worlds or things that change worlds i'm not exactly how, you know sure how to quote it but i was like holy god like we we were a speck like you know when you kind of really think about the universe and how it came to be and and that whole thing i was just i was tripping like it was just like wow like i kind of just really wrapped my head around it and then to bring the science part of it in just was amazing well there's a I'm going to sound really ignorant right now and please forgive me but there was you know Mary Shores talked to us about that water that water um experiment where you put the the word on the water and then like the water Mm -hmm. changes like I I need to look into that and everybody I'm sure that's listening is like screaming at me going it's this but I I don't recall so anyway I'm just yeah. It, so, so the, the yeah, thing I'm that swirling. I think that as we grow, uh, you know, just by seeking, and, and I think that, you know, if I was to take it back to the basics, why do we want to even learn about this stuff? Why do we want to listen to Hay House World Summits and, you know, do online groups and all the things that we do? And there's one goal here, and it's universal, and it is to be happy. And if you go back in history, like every sort of lesson that you have is about how to uncover what's true for you, how to really honor who you are in that process, and then ultimately that leads to our transformation and our happiness. And that's really what I love the most about this is because, you know, I, I, I want to be a happiness coach. Like that's something that I aspire because it's like I, having wrote the book about only having six months to live, what would you do and how would you live different? And that all boils down to every single person says I would live as happy as I could. I listened to the Mike Dooley transcript, I mean, the Mike Dooley interview this week and read the transcript, and I was fascinated. I've always been fascinated by Mike Dooley for many reasons, but my first uh, connection with him was through his book. I think it's called, I'm thinking it's the top ten 
things dead people want to tell you. And when I was writing my book, he was one of my research books as I read a lot of books to write a book. And I loved that he sort of talked about death as not really being death. And and one of the things that he is in his books is that the people would say to him, I'm as alive now as I was on the day we met, except maybe more so. And I loved that because when they, you know, the, they're theoretically dead, but they're really not. And he, uh, some of the revelations and insights from that book were, we were ready, you were not, there's no such thing as the devil, we're sorry for any pain, your pets are just as crazy, brilliant, and loving here as they were there, and nothing we say can prepare you for the beauty of the moment you arrive. So for me, it was about that particular subject and that particular book was about not being, having to fear death. And in not fearing death, you are allowed to live life. Because a lot of the stuff in our life that we don't do is based on the fear of, you know, some people won't jump out of a plane because they're afraid that they're going to die. Some people won't even fly on a plane because they're afraid. I was one of those people who would never fly because I was so afraid it was going to crash. And I know these are hard subjects, but that's how I got a hold of Mike Dooley. And he now has a new book out called Life on Earth. And basically to write this book, he basically talks about how he journaled uh, for many years asking the universe questions uh, sort of in the spirit of how Neil Donald Walsh wrote Conversations with God, Ask a Question and an Answer Comes. And uh, our beautiful Nancy Levin was interviewing him, and they were talking about channeling. And she's also, do you think, you know, you're being channeled? And one he said didn't shock me, but didn't really shock me, because what he said was, aren't we all channeling? Like, isn't all this information coming from some higher power inside of ourselves? And when I would ask the questions like, you know, how did we get here? Um, you know, where am I going to be the happiest in my life? And little simple, he would wait, and he said it would maybe a day, it may be an hour, it may be a week, and the answer would just all of a sudden come to him, this is the answer. And so... I just thought that was really great because a lot of times if we are in that space of meditation, if we are in that space of, you know, really being authentic and a lot feeling alive, we're able to channel information from our higher wisdoms. And to me, that is channeling. It's maybe not in the status of Abraham, but I think that, you know, Carrie and I, you and I have both done angel readings and there is a degree of channeling information from angel readings. And so when you get these messages, it's about learning and listening to them and how to listen to them. Anyways, it, he's awesome, and he does uh, notes from the universe. Every morning if you sign up for his website, you get a little email. And I wrote one of his down, and it was, uh, what if it's your daydreaming and your walkabout time and your zoning in and out time and your bad days that make possible your good days and inspire your creativity? And really what he was trying to say is that it's okay to have these down days. It's okay to have unproductive days, and those lead to the inspiration and the, uh, the good days and the honoring of the good days and the gratitude for the good days. Anyways, he was awesome. I highly recommend it. Highly recommend you look into Mike Dooley. <laughs> yeah, no, I, he's, he was amazing as well, and I love him. And, you know, the cool thing is, like, those the little notes from the universe, they're free. Like, you can just, like, go put your email address on his website, and you get them every day for free. And I love yeah, I mean, that. I love that. I mean, there was so much... 
there was so so much this time and what i what i realized was that it's it, the possibilities are just infinite you know with with each of us as souls and and what we can do and you know talking about like the summit like what even brings us to the summit in the first place what even brings us to that desire that we that there must be something better or you know what is it like for me like that's kind of like channeling in itself you were talking about Mike Dooley it's like what you know what gives us that that desire to even look look within how do we even know to look within we don't really but then it's like some there's like a little message or something that we hear that's like this isn't it you know this isn't this isn't what it has to be or whatever so I yeah, just, yeah I, love, I think it's so amazing. I love, um, I, I, I did want to address because, something. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. No, you. Well, I, I just, I, okay, sorry. Um, I did want to, last week when we were talking, um, you guys, you can all like tell that we're so excited about this that we talk over each other sometimes. But here's one of the things that we didn't I don't think get back to last week was we were started to talk about Carrie Green and her dream jar and Mm -hmm. there were a couple of other ritualistic things that I listened to um, uh, and and I want to talk about Brian Weiss in a minute because I listened to him and he kind of Mm -hmm. rocked my world Um, but anyway just to kind of like put a little bow on the whole dream jar thing um, Carrie was saying that you should set um, a time every day to visualize. And so what she found with, was that she would say, okay, like at noon or whatever, I'm, you know, kind of making this up. Like I'm just going to sit for a couple of minutes and I'm going to visualize. And I would bring everything in and feel it and taste it and touch it and, you know, just get a really good sense of that, which is very similar to what Mike says too, Mike Dooley, about visualizing, right? Yes. Yeah. Those six steps. Yeah. The six principles. yeah. Um, but anyway, the the dream jar started because a lot of her clients were just like, okay, I'm ready to I'm ready to visualize, but I don't know what I'm going to visualize. So she would have them write down like things to visualize, you know, like whether it be career or your physical body or, you know, you wanted to make some changes in your food intake or whatever it is. You wanted to create a relationship. And so that way it would take it would take the the you know, wonder out of what you were going to visualize. Cause then that day you just pick out a little piece of paper and read what it said. It's like, oh, okay, great. This is what I'm going to do today. So I just wanted to kind of like finish that up and put a bow, a bow on it. And I, we and, didn't and do that, that really last, last time. Segways uh, right back into the, and I can finish up my, my Dooley stuff. And he actually gives you six principles for visualization. And as you were talking, I was thinking, you know, in the last show, I did talk about, okay, and th- I'll do a 30-day visualization, and I have to be honest, I did zero visualization this week. Uh, and so I'm sitting here today thinking, okay, why didn't I? I did meditate every day, and so why not at the end of meditation, at the end of the quieting of my mind, don't I just take that four minutes? So Mike Dooley has these six principles for how to visualize, and I'm just going to run through them really quickly, but uh, – the first one that he has, let me just say this, is that you only do it once a day. So you take that one time a day, whether that's your five minutes after meditation in the morning, uh, to visualize and you make it a practice. 
And that is, he says, so once a day, and then and guideline number two is no longer than five or ten minutes. And so there's that five minutes after meditation. And then number three is to put yourself in the picture. And that really resonates with me because you have to see yourself and actually living the moments that you want to see in your future. I've done it and I've lived them. Number four was um, imagine every conceivable detail, you know, the, the sight, the sounds, the colors, the smells, the make it a vivid sort of picture. And number five was don't forget the detail of emotion because emotion is what you're really after. Fascinating thought. Uh, it is, again, all boils back to how we feel in every moment. And so having the feeling of this exciting thing that you want to have happen in your life is almost exciting as it happening. I think it might have been uh, I might have been Carrie that said that, but once she got to the moment, Carrie Green, um, it was as if it had already happened because she had visualized it so well, and that feeling was so exciting that when the moment actually came, it was kind of redundant because she'd already felt the best that she could feel. And number six was dwell only upon the end result, the finished product or beyond. And he says here, do not, this means do not visualize the dream coming true. Do not visualize how. This means with which you get there. Instead, the dream came true last week or last month or last year. Visualize the day in the life of your, of you. now visualize the day in the life of you. So Kathy, visualize the day in the life of Kathy having had this dream come true. So maybe it would be, you know, I'm a published author with, you know, on the New York Times bestseller list about to go on Good Morning America. Love that visualization. And as a result, so I'm now thinking about the day after when I'm sitting in my New York hotel room having room service, having just lived this great moment. Do you know what I mean? So that's kind of like always look at the end result is his last uh, thing. And then he said to do it to a timer. You know, right, so your mind timer. isn't wandering. Yeah, so like, so like you say you have, and I say, you know, I'm back to the, like the four-minute meditation by Rebecca. It's like get your meditation maybe four to eight minutes and then take five minutes to visualize and 15 minutes a day, which is minute in the biggest picture of our day, could be transformation for your life if these practices really work and you really put these into practice and you make that, a commitment to yourself for 30 days, like test the water. So I, I appreciate the reaffirmation of myself knowing that I need to really get solid in that practice of 15 minutes a day of meditation and, and visualization. And then going back to the Abraham of getting outside. Like I really heard her the other day, the three things she says you should start your morning with, meditation, visualization, go outside in nature, and gratitude. And so those three practices kind of tie in together, and I'm going to definitely sort of put those in. And I just wanted to just offer, if you are listening right now and you would like to call in and talk to Carrie and I, you can call in at area code 646-787-1842 and give us a, a shout-out and ask a question. We'd be happy to answer. Yeah, you know, if it the truth is is that everybody, everybody – teaches the same thing like there's right it's like you know we sit there and go god does this work does the visualization work does this work does that? well everybody is here to tell us that it does and everybody is here yeah. to say you know this is how i did it and you know talking about 
like the 15 minutes or whatever. Like I am, I am a, like I love rituals and I love ceremony. Like I love them. I just, I think that, you know, like when I sit down and meditate, like I like candles every now and again, I'll like do, you know, Palo Santo, like I'll cleanse or I'll, but like it just, for me, it's kind of like girlies it up a little bit. I mean, that's just me. Like, I just love it. Like I love the pomp and circumstance of the rituals. And so, you know, taking that 15 minutes to meditate and visualize are rituals for me. And, you know, make it fun. Like, that's what I, you know, it's like, it's not like, oh, my God, I got to sit down and meditate. Like, oh, my God, I get to sit down and meditate and let me light my candles. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's like self-love. It's like giving yourself what you need for the day. And then um, for me, one of the other things is writing down affirmations every day. You know, like, I am amazing and I am a money magnet. And I like those things um, also go into my ritualistic practice. Now, here, okay, I mentioned that I wanted to talk about Brian Weiss, and here's what's so crazy. So I've known about Brian Weiss for a really long time, and I've tried, and I really do say that word. I have tried to do past life experience, like meditations with him, and I just, I I was bummed. Like I even said to you the other day, it's like, God, I can't, like, I want to do this, but it's not, like, ringing true to me and, you know, with Denise Lynn and everybody and so I listened to Michelle, who's his daughter, who's precious, and who even knew she, he had a daughter. And then I listened to Brian, and I was like, okay, like, I know that I have past lives, because for me, the things that, are, that resonate with me in this lifetime, especially my connection, like, with Hawaii, like, you can't, like, uh-huh. for me personally, I know I was there. Like, with, there's no question. So you and I were talking the other day, right? And I was telling you how much I loved rituals. And then I said to you, as a matter of fact, when I was little, I loved studying witchcraft and the occult. But it was like white magic, not, you know, black magic or anything like that. And at that moment, I had a download of a past life. And I was kind Mm -hmm. of like, oh, my God, I'm having a past life experience right now. And for me, you know, I had this imagining like, okay, I was going to like be laying on my couch and, you know, I was going to go to this place. And literally I was sitting talking to you on the phone and I was like, I almost felt like I had a split mind or something because I was literally like experiencing this, this, this witch, witchy kind of thing. And, but I was like, I had like a bonnet on like that was tied under my neck and like an apron-y kind of thing. And, and I was pretty young and, and it was just, and I was, we were, we were witches. Like we were playing witchcrafty kind of things, but we knew it was like I was in a coven or coven or whatever you call that. Anyway, it was just a trip. It was just crazy. Cause I was just like, you know, I really wanted it to be this way. Like, you know, lay on the couch and listen and, light your candles yeah. and no, you and I are just hanging out on the phone and all of a sudden I get this boom <laughs> download. I believe awesome. in past life. Uh, I, I, I don't believe this is our only run around. I, I, I see that when I see a baby that you immediately, you know, look at and say, Oh, that baby's an old soul. There's so much depth and, and deepness to their eyes or their smile. And, uh, so just it's fascinating to me. The the whole entire thing is absolutely fascinating to me. For sure. So who so who else did you listen to this week? 
So Anita Morzani was absolutely my favorite. You know, she always is. And one of the, um, you know, Anita Morzani, if you don't know who Anita Morzani is, she wrote a book called Dying to Be Me. And in the book, uh, and I saw her in person and saw her live story and her 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 pictures on her PowerPoint presentation where she, uh, on the, on, in February of 2006, she was dying of cancer and she was in a deep coma and the cancer had basically ravaged her body for four years. And she absolutely was in her thoughts leaving and in her family's thoughts. And then she had this experience where she um, was in this coma, but actually she was floating above her bed. And she could hear the doctors down the hall. She could hear her brother getting on a plane in Hong Kong to come out there, you know, with urgency. She could hear her her uh, family members talking and people. And she then from there was immediately on the other side with her best friend and her father, her father who she had a very tumultuous relationship with, and her best friend who had died of cancer months earlier who she basically couldn't be around at the end of her best friend's life because she was dying and she was so afraid of her own death. And so she went and crossed over and this whole thing's going on while the doctors are standing over her body. She's able to see them. And then she's on the other side seeing these two people who were the closest people for her. And her father basically said to her, it's, it's really not your time to come, but you can choose to stay. And she said, I don't want to be sick anymore. He said, if you go back, you won't be sick. And within three weeks of her choosing to come back, into, and she said in her interview that she actually saw herself talking in front of thousands of people. So this is what she sees if she chooses to come back. And she didn't really know what that meant. Comes back. Three weeks later, she is cancer-free phenomenally and now is completely cancer-free normal has gained all her weight back flash you know forward to 2000 maybe nine or ten four good four years later she's talking about near-death experiences on a website and dr wayne dyer finds her and when dr wayne dyer finds her he's fascinated with this information and so then they create this amazing friendship and he takes her on tour to share her story with with him and they end up with this amazing connection. And she tells a story about the, when he passed over and the morning before she got the news, oh, I just got goosebumps. Um, she gets this, uh, her friend brings her roses and she says, she's having a, she's having a cocktail party or a restaurant, a luncheon at her house. And her friend comes with this huge bouquet of orange flowers. And she says, I don't know why they're orange, but for some reason I had to bring you these orange roses. And orange is actually her favorite color, but she says in the interview that this person actually didn't really know that about her. And then hours later, she gets the call from about Wayne, from Wayne's assistant, and uh, realizes that that orange bouquet was Wayne because Wayne loved orange because the monarch butterfly and their connection. And it's just all these things that she talks about, all these things about how she went on his PBS show with him. And really her story resonates so so much with me. But now she's written another book about heaven on earth. What if it what if this really is heaven? And really she's kind of teaching you in her books about how to how to live happy on earth and, and feel the bliss of heaven here. So it's another fascinating read, which I haven't gotten already all the way through. It's actually in my Kindle. But in the uh 
in the workshop, she gives us exercises. And she asks these questions that, you know, for me, having written the book that I wrote, were absolutely on point on how to uncover your happiness. And I'll just share a couple of them here. And she, so she takes us through a meditation in, in her talk on Hay House Summit. And then she says, you know, she asks you questions. Are there things that you wish you had more of which you didn't give time to? Is there anything in your life that you did that you regret doing? Are there things that you felt you spent time doing which you wish you hadn't, which you wish you hadn't given so much time to? Are there things that, what are those things that you wish you did? And are there things you wish you'd done which you hadn't? Visualize what are those things. Are there people who you wished you spent more time with, people who you loved, who you wished you'd spent more time with? Are there things you wished you'd said to them? Hold that feeling, come back to your body, and become aware that you've been given the gift of a second lease on life. So she has you answer those questions, which, you know, are so true for me. And in my own book, I have you answer those questions because when you get a second lease on life, when you look back and say, I'm not going to live that way anymore, and you discover a new way of living, it leads to the bottom line, happiness. And so anyways, that was just super, super fun. You know, highly recommend her work, her books, her readings, listening to her uh, radio show on Hay House. Uh, I think that she is a truth teller, and I think that she's uh, living proof that that what you're talking about and, and, and the fact that we cross over and we still live does really exist. And when you hear her story and you hear her tell it, there's no way you don't believe it. Yeah, I agree. I remember I, I, I was in uh, Austin, I think. And she was there with Wayne and it was one mm-hmm. of the I can do it like it was a few years ago. And, you know, just I mean, I, I went there to, to see Wayne, but like I gained so much more from so many other people, you know, which always happens kind of like the summit. Right. I mean, we just we gain so much more from things we just don't even we just don't even know, like. And I just think, you know, being open to like learning and making ourselves be better human beings, just period, you know, just like be better, you know, like what's one of Wayne's quotes is because it is Wayne Dyer Wednesday. It's like, you know, you can choose, (laughs) I don't, something like just, you know, choose to be kind. Like you can always choose to be kind no matter what. Um, And just, you know, being just a better person. I, I just have to say that, that for me, you know, like, I think one of the most fun things that I had was, was finding new people that I wasn't, that I didn't know about, you know, like Carrie yeah. Green and um, mm-hmm. uh, Sage, oh, Sage Levine, I believe it's L-A-V-I-N-E, Sage Levine. She, um, she Reed interviewed her and, oh, my God, you know, I'm kind of, I just love listening to Reed's voice. Was it's that not the cutest the thing. interview? I love Oh, that my interview. God. Yeah, I love yeah. that interview. It was amazing. I mean, hers anyway, was so about Sage, business. Yeah. Yes. Go ahead. But no, it was just good. like it is about business. But but did you notice like that there was just but there was a spiritual um, twist? I guess I don't. It's not even a twist. It's like Wayne has this book called "There's a Spiritual Solution to Every Problem," and and he in it he talks about each you know whatever the issue is and how you can how you can um, deal with it on a spiritual level. 
but that's what Sage does. You know, it's like she brings, she brings awareness to certain things. It, and basically it's about creating clients, like more clients in your life. But she does it with a spiritual twist, if you will. And um, Reed was even, Reed even commented, he's like, you know, we don't do a lot of business books um, at Hay House. Yeah. But yeah. she was just so special and it was so remarkable what her teachings were all about that um, they had to, you know, connect with her. And she was, you know, over the moon, adorable. She was like a school teacher from Iowa or something like that. And, you know, now she's running these huge seminars and stuff. It was just. Yeah. And so that all for really me was a really. On women and women in business and how, um, you know, and, and I think some of it's from, she does have some male clients too, but her, her main clientele is women and empowering women in business. And, you know, if you go on the internet, women are so coming out with this type of information and and support for each other. And, you know, I know I have a lot of women that support me and my message, and you have a lot of women that support you and your message. And really what is necessary, you know, and this isn't a marketing plug, but it's important that we all share each other's work and share each other's messages. And I love that uh, we have been through this work right here, the Best Life Cafe, uh, been able to really meet and greet with some amazing people, and and we're going to have some guests coming up in the next in the summertime this summer, um, because we want to introduce you to some of these people that you know may not be the, you know, um, and I don't mean this in any other way except for like the Marianne Williamsons, like those people um, have been around for twenty years, but there's a lot of new people who ha- are just coming out into the light, and their message is just as profound, but they don't have the stature or the following. And so my goal is to bring some of those people forward for our listeners and um, help them grow their message as well. Because like you said, we all have the same message. We all deliver it a different way. I mean, my way is different than Anita's, but it's the same message. And it's about uh, how you can perceive it and how it gets to you and what, what that same message might mean to you might mean something different to me. You know, and so you have to listen to a lot of different versions to really absorb this work. And you have to be willing to do the work. You have to be excited about the the growth. And, um, you know, I was talking to, a, I mean, this, there's a group I have on Facebook, shout out to my little sister group. And, but there was a lot of anxiety and most of them were reaching out for, for, you know, advice on how to deal with stress and anxiety. And um, this particular group, this age group is probably 30 to, you know, 25 to 40 maybe is the, is the age group of this group. And they're all working moms and busy at life and many things that I had gone through many years ago. And so I was always wondering, like, why am I in this group? But I'm in this group because I can offer them the wisdom of experience. And I know that because I'm coming, I'm able to sort of say, hey, wait a minute, you don't have to live this way. And so I'm not really sure what my point was, but uh, it's just that there's, a, there's different ways to get the information and you have to be willing to want to learn it. And when you take the time, even the 15 minutes a day, you are on your path to a happier life. There's just no way you can't be happier if you're transforming the negative thinking and the negative energy and the and and achieving more self-love in the process of of your learning and more self-respect so that you are the most important person to you and then you get out there in the world and you're kind of happier which 
sort of osmosisly creates a happier world around you. I'm living proof. Absolutely. Absolutely well, living proof. No. Yeah, and you owe to yourself. But so here's okay. So, so Mike Dooley's talk was called something. He had the word like living deliberately, or living, you know, living your best life deliberately, or or whatever it was. But the word deliberate is like a huge buzzword for me right now, because. Yeah, you know, and Abraham talks about it all the time. It's like deliberate, deliberate creation, the being deliberate in what you create because you, you know, thank you, my love, Wayne, you know, your thoughts become things. And if you deliberately think a thought, then you can create it and you can manifest it. And so, you know, all of this stuff that we talk about, pardon me, who like, you know, whoever it is that is giving you the message, whoever you resonate with, we just want you to resonate, period. Yeah. And live your best life and be able to take that 15 minutes for yourself because thoughts do become things and everybody is proving it. You know, it's like how many people are in the Hay House Summit? There were a hundred speakers, right? There were a hundred speakers. I... I have no clue how many people got online internationally, but it was a heck of a lot. And so we all know, we all know that this stuff works. And we, what an amazing opportunity that we have to raise our vibration and to, you know, be together in the fact that we want to deliberately create for ourselves as well as deliberately create for the universe as well. You know, it's just like being in that space of, becoming so conscious, becoming so present, becoming so aware that you can create your own life and you can change your thought that is like, you know, it's it's a bad thought or, you know, not even giving it a a label, but just, you know, being happy, feel happy, change your thoughts so that you, your ultimate goal is to be happy. I love it. I just love it so much. Yeah. And the thought thing is, you know, again, tip number 426, 17-second uh, rule. Like, I really, really have yes. always kept that close to my heart is that thoughts are going to come. You know, um, example, simple example, we're at a baseball game last night, and, um, you know, all of a sudden I'm seeing the ball go, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, is the ball going to hit my son, my grandson in the head? And, you know, whatever that thought might be. And I – take that thought, I I immediately went clear, cancel, delete, looked the other way, didn't even allow myself to have that be a vision. You know, of course, the ball was caught. It wasn't a big deal. But that's just a small example of how our thoughts just sort of always go back to our our knowing, especially when it comes to worrying or foreseeing. And one of the things Mike Dooley talks about in the visualization is, is to use a visualization to go through the fear. So if you are afraid to fly, use visualization every day before the flight, seeing that perfect flight. I have done this. I have gotten on a plane, watched myself getting off of it, you know, put myself in the, in the restaurant I was going to meet my friends at, it, or, or, you know, her house, her bed, her television on, like making that because I used to be very afraid to fly. And so I have used that very scenario of visualizing myself on the other side of the fear. And I think that that's really an important tool because fear holds us back from living our best best life. It really, truly does. 
So we have five minutes left. I'm going to go ahead and pick an angel card. Okay. And I'm picking from the fairy deck today. I even have my fairy. Oh, I do have a book today. So I just want to give a quick shout out to the ladies at um, Ladies Night Out this last Friday night here in Ukiah, where I live. Uh, we had a phenomenal time doing angel readings and their energy and my energy was just in sync and it was such a fun time. And the next day I ran into a couple of the girls and we were hugging and giggling and laughing about how alive that, that place was Friday night. So I just wanted to shout out and tell you guys, I love doing this work. I love reading angel cards and it's something that I'll always do because it, it makes me feel alive. So my card today is, the Nine of Winter, kind of a dark card where a fairy is sort of looking out the window, and it says, unfounded fear, focusing on worst-case scenarios, allowing worry to grow out of proportion to the problem. And so I look at this card, and I'm almost in, in giggles because I feel like it just sort of segued on what I was just talking about, you know, how we focus on the worst-case scenarios and we allow things to grow in our mind farther than than they need to be. We don't pull back those dooming thoughts in time to not let them become a part of our physiological, emotional body. And, and that's a point I want to make real quick before I turn this over to your card, is that when we have those thoughts, those and those thoughts, like say, can be as real as it happening, because they make us feel as real as they're happening, whether that's good or, or bad, and but think about that. Those negative thoughts have the impact even if. So it's almost like you're so afraid to get on the airplane, you might as well have gotten on the plane because you've already done so much damage to yourself. You know what I'm saying? Really mm-hmm. just thinking about how the thoughts can affect you as much as the event you're fearing. So unfounded fear, nobody, anyone listening, no need to worry. Life is going to unfold exactly how it's supposed to, and there's no place for worry and anxiety. Carrie, on to you. Love that. So I am using the Mermaid and Dolphin cards today. No surprise, it's what I use every day. And I'm going to pull a card. So let's see. How about this one? Ooh, contemplation time. Spend time alone Mm -hmm. meditating upon what you truly desire. Well, okay, <laughs> haven't we weren't we just talking about that as well? Yeah, Creating your best life. What what it is can't make this stuff up. So it says this card indicates that you need some alone time. Make a firm appointment to be by yourself in a quiet place, ideally outside, in nature or with some plants without delay. Make sure that you'll be uninterrupted for at least one hour. Take a pad of paper and a pen with you. Then spend some time simply breathing, relaxing and centering yourself. After you have completely relaxed, write down this question and see what your subconscious answers. What do I do next? Write whatever comes to you in response without worrying whether it's correct or not. Then ask yourself, self-conscious, what is my true heart's desire right now? And write that down as well. Spend time noting Mm. your true priorities so that you'll know how to structure your free time to match what is important to you. I love that. So, ta-da, that's a ritual. And so I love that yeah. as well because it's a ritual and you can just take the time to, like, say, what is it, what is true for me? What do I truly, really want right now? Oh, 
go light a candle and, then, and, and throw it in the dream jar. Ret- <laughs> That's right. Throw it in the dream jar. And next week, I, we're going to talk about, I have been studying vision boards and what that's all about. So I really want to talk about vision boards. And we're going to have some amazing guests coming up. So I just want to say, love you guys. Thank you for your show, Miss Kathy. I love you so much. And uh, oh, aloha. You. And, you know, check out our page on the Best Life Cafe on Facebook. Like our page, share our page. We love the work that we're doing. And if you have a subject you want to talk about or a comment or a question or, or anything that you'd like us to maybe pull a card around, just give us a shout-out on our Best Life Cafe Facebook page. Thank you so much for joining us today. Carrie, have a wonderful day. You too, my love. Mwah. Aloha.